And I will say I think this episode is going to be a little more serious than before. Uh, not as many hot takes and more info, and I guess my opinion. So, uh, per the title of the podcast, let's take what I have to say with a grain of salt, yeah? Alright, let's go! Hector, welcome back to a Grand Assault Podcast. Oh, it's been a week, man. It has been a week of, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say, very mentally and emotionally draining news coming out. Uh, most, uh, mostly in the, the more positive sense, but, um, it just reminds us that there's still a long way to go. But uh, we'll, specifically, we'll, we'll get into it more um, in just a few minutes. I'm just, I'm just more or less still kind of trying to wrap my mind around everything that's going on. Uh, do my best to read into things as well. Making sure I'm not speaking out of hand. Uh, just like a synopsis for today. Before we really get into it, ooh, um, we're gonna go ahead and speak about two instances of where people have power, and I say people as in you and I, everyday people, because believe it or not, we hold power. We hold power in our voice to stand up against. Well, in the these instances is, is two different bodies of government. One's in the the football world or the soccer world, and another is the 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 American government. And if you haven't already guessed what I'm talking about, we're gonna be speaking about this whole Super League shit, and then the verdict from yesterday, or I should say from Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's it's. Two very different levels of uh, two different, very different levels of, of seriousness and intensity, but for me, two very important things uh, or decisions were made. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's deep dive into uh, into the first one, and I'm gonna go ahead and just say right now the Super League is gonna be the most. Uh, is the one I'm gonna speak about a bit more, just because news popped out, and then everything happened in just a span of like four or five days. Um, and then we'll talk about the verdict last because I feel like it's also more important, uh, a lot more important than the Super League one. But anyway, on to the Super League. So if you are unaware or if you are not a fan of soccer, I understand. Maybe not everybody here is a fan of soccer, and I respect you oh so much for being wrong. Um, 
the world of soccer was on the brink of changing forever this past few weeks because a group of teams, 12 of them to be specific, were in negotiations and had already, I believe, signed a letter of content or intent, excuse me, not content, intent to make this plan go through in creating their own league called the Super League. Now, these 12 teams were six from the English Premiership, three from the Spanish League, and three from the Italian League. This is all in Europe, by the way, so they weren't getting everybody from, from which way, wherever they're going, the big leagues in Europe, which are the Spanish, the English, and the Italian, and the German and the French. Personally, I would go ahead and add the Dutch League as well, and even the the, uh, the Portuguese League. But to be fair, they're not as big as the other five. So, why did I only name teams from three out of those five leagues? Well, simple, because the German and French aren't idiots. They're not fucking selfish. Um, sorry, let me try to do this without being very biased. Uh, I clearly have a stance that I, I think is more right than the other. So let me try to do the explaining part, at least a bit less biased. Um, and because I, I wanted to be sure I was going to be unbiased, I did also have here a, a letter, an article. A lot of articles I'm reading from you today is going to be from New York Times, and I think I have one from ESPN just to help me uh, collect my thoughts here today. Uh, so this one's from uh, the New York Times, uh, talking about the Super League. The six, uh, the six teams from the English Premiership were going to be uh, Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and my team, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, you also have three teams from from uh, from Italy. You have AC Milan, Inter Milan, and Juventus, which I would honestly consider three of the biggest clubs, not only in terms of money but in uh, history as well. And then, of course, the Spanish, you're going to have the Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Atletico Madrid uh, rounding out what would be considered the Super League. Uh, sorry. Reading into it again, and it's, 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 it's still just as frustrating. <laughs> um so yeah, their whole goal was to create a closed league similar to the NFL or the NBA and create a model off of that where they would consistently play each other plus an additional three teams to make the 15 founding teams and then five other teams were going to be able to qualify to reach that league. Um, specifics weren't announced because this is still like in creation in a sense. So they didn't specify, however... I really don't see how it was going to work. Excuse me. I have to hydrate. So, um, what they were going to do is they were going to then uh, create their own league, make it, or attempt to make it more prestigious than the Champions League, which is already the most prestigious trophy in Europe. There's the UEFA Champions League. Every region has their own different types of Champions League. Or, or structure in that sense, and then they would winners of those regional leagues 
would play in the FIFA World Cup every year. Um, so they were going to try to rival the Champions League, play in similar times as them. Uh, and that, that means midweek. Um, and take away those big names that tend to fight for the title more often than not. Um, the Super League model would be stripping away Champions League's most attractive and most successful teams and splitting, allow them to split billions of dollars in annual revenue among themselves. So essentially, they're going to be splitting 3.5 billion euros, which is approximately 4.2 billion dollars, for signing on to establish a sustainable financial foundation, which means each team was going to get about 400 million dollars, which is more than four times the Champions League winner took home in 2020. Mind you, we're still in a pandemic. There are still teams struggling to stay afloat. These teams are clearly not those teams, but we'll get into that in a little bit and why this pissed me off so fucking much. Uh, so yeah, I already told you about the 12 teams that did it uh, or wanted to do it. Uh, they were going to say add three more permanent members and then have a five, five uh, teams qualifying to reach that. To fill the other five places. Um, they're also going to do a women's league as well. So I can only imagine it would be teams um, in... I'm assuming these are going to be teams in Europe. However, there's some pretty strong women's teams here in America. And that's what I'm pretty intrigued of what they would want to do with that. And I'm wondering if it would be the same teams. Because I can tell you for a fact, Tottenham's women's team is not up to par with teams like Manchester City or Lyon or PSG or even United's really. I think we just won our first game like not too long ago, if not this past week. Maybe not our first game, but we don't win many games. Anyway, uh, everybody denounced this. Everybody said no. Uh, the owners or the, the presidents of the Premier League, La Liga, and uh, Serie A, which are the names for the Premier Leagues in Spain and Italy, uh, came together and said, hey, don't do this. Uh, the president of UEFA, who runs the Champions League, and I'm pretty sure someone in FIFA came out and said, hey, don't do this. And um, even uh, Boris Johnson, who's a pr Britain's prime minister, and French's president, Emmanuel Macron, said, uh, hey, don't do this. Uh, so I'm just trying to make sure I covered everything. Uh, yeah, FIFA said no. The FA or UEFA, I believe the FA, which is the uh, federation, uh, the football association in England, they pretty much stood and tried to threaten their teams that if any player that partake participated in this league would not be able to play for their national teams which for a player is super honoring. You want to play for the national team. Um, so yeah, that happened. Here's why it made me so upset. And I'll get to where it kind of concluded as well. The whole point of this sport is not about money. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you and, and, and pretend to be naive that money doesn't have a big part in it. Of course, part of the reason teams want to win is so they can get bigger 
bonuses you know uh the, these owners want bigger revenue if they win bigger trophies more prestige it's it all comes down to business however at the core of the sport it's never about money it's about love for the game it's about respect for the game this is a game and a sport that has been going on for years has evolved tremendously over the years but has always kept a core set of unspoken rules the way that most leagues end up working that have a relegation and promotion uh, system so not like the MLS is that winners or or revenue come from the top tier trickle down as uh, in, to the lower leagues uh, in England, there's at least like four pro leagues, I think, and the rest are more amateur leagues, but they still play for the same stuff. Um, these six teams uh, that I mentioned from England, so that's Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, those are considered the top six. Are they always top six? No. I can say for a fact my team isn't top six, or at least they don't deserve to be because they're fucking shit right now. Um, but no, they, they, they're considered top six because they they tend to be pretty consistent in most of them being in the top six of the table. Uh, and one of those top six are wins the league. Um, also, the money that they get for being so big has a big part in why they consider the top six. They have money to spend. They have money to buy these big-name players, which then sell shirts and jerseys, which sell tickets, which sells this, this, that, or whatever. Endorsements, sponsors, people want to be associated with these teams. So much that teams that are in lower divisions that get to play these teams during FA Cups, Carling Cups, which is like domestic cup competitions, that these younger or smaller teams need to play in to earn some kind of revenue so they can pay the players, pay the fees, pay fines, pay whatever it is they need to pay to keep the club running. Um, obviously, you have owners that buy the club and, and funnel money into it, but they, at the end of the day, want to also make money. These are owners that are businessmen, not necessarily football lovers. Uh and excuse me as well for calling soccer football throughout this. It is something I tend to call it myself as a big fan of it. Um, so if you're not one of those people, just know if I say football, I'm meaning soccer. Uh, yeah, it, it, these club owners trying to make money. These club owners, especially for smaller teams, need domestic cups like the FA, the Carling. Excuse me, even the, um, there's one for lower league teams called like the Czech Trade Cup. They need these to play these quote-unquote bigger teams. If any team in the Premier League that goes against them helps them earn revenue. So on the business side, to keep an entire like nation going with, with, with football and having um, the money trickle down, you can't leave it. You can't abandon it. You can't 
say, well, we're too good. Sorry, I think I just hit the mic there. Uh, you can't, sorry, we're, we're too good to go against you. We want better competition and leave. When today my team played, uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, by the way. Today my team played, and uh, we just barely won 2-1 <laughs> against Southampton. And we want to say we want to be playing teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona week in, week out. First of all, that doesn't make sense. Second of, eh, second of all, what gives us that right? We didn't consistently beat teams that are considered beneath them. So there's that. There's the money side, but then there's also the the heart side. You know, the 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 fact that. W- some of the best things about the premiership is the underdog story. The, one of the best things about soccer, period, is the underdog story. Nothing gets me more excited than seeing a big team play a small team and the small team showing up and the big team not. Except when it's Tottenham. <laughs> uh, I love watching a team come out of nowhere and win a game 3-1 or earlier this season 7-1 against a team that won the season last season like nothing gives me more excitement than that and you would essentially take that all away for selfish greed I know that doesn't mean anything to club owners or casual fans but there's a whole flock of people who look at the sport for that yeah they have favorites yeah they have teams that they they want to win with everything they've got but i don't think anyone can sit down and say that one season leicester city won the league fair and square wasn't one of the best stories to come out of football for the last for, for, for 10 years uh, when with Leipzig out here in Germany fighting for 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 the title when just like five years ago they they weren't anywhere near the top like I can't really see much for Italy Spain or, or or France because those tend to be dominated by the same teams but then you have on the flip side not even the ones winning but the ones who are on the bottom side when you take away games that mean something then what's the point of football? Where's who, who's going to try their hardest for 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 a meaningless game? Who's going to give their all and fight tooth and nail to get a goal or to keep a lead? But a team that's going to go down and and in fear of relegation. If you've never seen uh, two teams fighting to stay up in a league play against each other in one of the later games of the season, you're missing out. You're missing what football's about. That that grit, that passion, that fight, that heart in every player in that team is is art. <laughs> it's 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 art come alive. And you'd take it you take those chances away 
to be a part of that for your own selfish greed. Teams like Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich, Paris Saint-Germain, they, uh, they said no to the, to the Super League. They said, we don't want to be associated with that. We don't want to be associated where these, quote-unquote, big games happen week, week in, week out. The whole point of the Champions League is our opportunity to see those big games for teams to earn the right to play in those big games. Two seasons ago, Tottenham were in the Champions League final, and I can tell you for a fact that was the most nerve-wracking season for me as a Tottenham fan because we had to fight so much to get into those big games. And we played a team that's in the premiership. We played a team that's in the same league as us, but it was different. It meant something more. We didn't play well, but that's a whole other conversation we could have on a separate day. But regardless, it meant more. If we were to play Real Madrid and we're 12th place of this stupid Super League, it means nothing to us. Absolutely nothing. Pride? Huh. Pride only gets you so far. So, there's this laid out for you. They come out with the news, I believe, Sunday. I was at work. I, I didn't even know what was going on. Uh, a teacher I work with and my sister sent me a message asking for my opinion and, and to, uh, to, to tell me a bit about it. But, like, I knew nothing about it. They come out with all this information. They're saying that this is what they're going to do. Teams have stated they're going to be a part of it. They're going to get ready for it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. The backlash from fans, from from people who love the sport from pundits who've played it with these teams for years legends of these teams eventually current players whether for the team or not came out and spoke teams chairmen from the other teams came out and spoke against this in their words um cynical plan i watched an interview with a president of crystal palace who if you don't know who they are which if you don't really know football you probably won't and even if you know football you still won't uh crystal palace is the team in the premiership right now who a few seasons ago were in relegation battles few simple for that they weren't even the premiership they were in the championship which is the second tier so they understand what it's like to fight to move up and to stay up they said that when they have meetings uh, among the presidents in the premiership that dictate uh, either money or, or anything for themselves and then for the other leagues in that country or in England, he said that a lot. he urges every team to not think as a premiership team, but to think as one of the little guys. Because for most teams... That could be them the next season. Or even a few seasons after that. They can find themselves in those exact same positions. Hoping that the premiership presidents are making decisions. Thinking of them. 
these six teams weren't thinking of other teams. These six teams weren't, or these six presidents weren't thinking of anyone but themselves. They weren't thinking about their players who would also not want to be a part of a league like that because you don't buy trophies, you don't buy positions, you don't buy spots in these big games, you earn them. It goes along the lines of, um, what was her name? The one from Full House, whatever her name is. You know who I'm talking about. Um, and Becky and her kids, where they didn't earn their way into the college, they didn't earn their way into that prestigious, they didn't earn anything. You have to earn these opportunities to be great. If you're given them, where's the, where's the pride in that? So the people spoke up. Everyone spoke up. The backlash they received, everything caused them to turn around and every team in the premiership backed out. I see here that uh, Barcelona backed out, Atletico backed out, AC Milan, Inter Milan backed out. So the only teams right now in it still are technically Juventus and Real Madrid. The Super League is not happening, guys, because the people spoke up. The people had a voice and they spoke up. Some of these sporting directors or owners are stepping down or looking to sell the club they were working with because of the backlash that they received. When you get a whole nation to come out and speak against something wrong, it tends to do something to move it. In England, it was about football. Now, another thing in football that we need to work on eradicating is also racism. It's a lot of racism in football. I need this to happen so that we can stop these players from getting away with being extremely racist on the field. Extremely disrespectful. Fans, or quote-unquote fans, because you know those aren't real fans, those are assholes, those are sick assholes. Who's, who crossed that line of talking shit about another team to attacking the person. I hate Arsenal. I hate the club Arsenal. As a Tottenham fan, I hate Arsenal. But you'll never catch me talking ill or, or wrongly about one of their players. Because you know those are people. That's their profession. That's the team they play for. It doesn't mean they'll play there forever. Even if they become legends there, you know what? That means I'm never, that just means I'm never gonna like them. That doesn't mean I'm I'm gonna ever cross that line. Ever disrespect them as people. Too many times in, in not only in England, but in other countries that that play football allow their teams to get away with certain things. But not anymore, not recently. Now, recently, people have been coming out. There's been walks, walking out the field, not continuing games, forfeiting. Any way to either drive attention to the situation or to show solidarity in those situations. I think one of the most recent ones that I remember is uh, a team in Spain called Valencia. 
there was a foul that happened off the ball. Shit happens, but they started getting a little scrappy, and I'm pretty sure one of the other team, someone on the other team, can't remember who they were playing, said something. And you could tell it was the immediate reaction from the Valencia player. Because then a lot of, you know, when sport fight happened, they all started bundling up. But immediately, the Valencia members and their captain started walking off the field. Went up to the, the, the coach, started talking to them. The coach walked off the field. The solidarity and the voice that they had against the other team for even alluding to something racist was strong. The club's Twitter uh, came out with a statement, or the club came out with a statement through Twitter saying that they're not for it. They will refuse to allow one of their their players to, to be talked to illy of. So I'm waiting for this kind of response to happen in, in Europe for football. But recently... We had this kind of response in America, I would say. Maybe not directly or when it should have happened. But we had it in a sense. Um, if you're unaware, which I'm pretty sure everybody in this country is. Ooh, sorry for hitting my mic against guys. Um, yesterday, uh, a verdict was made about uh, I, I sorry I'm just I'm also really bad with names um uh Derek uh Chauvin Chavin Chauvin uh he was found guilty in the murder of George Floyd and uh he was he was charged on, on the counts of I see here second degree murder uh Third degree murder and second degree homicide. <sighs> Finally, over a year, over a year since it happened, someone finally took responsibility for their actions. Derek Chauvin is finally admitted guilty. Not only by the people, by by the government, that he committed a murder. He did not do anything sorry, he uh I'm really at a loss of words sometimes thinking about it because I just don't understand. (laughs) I I truly have a hard time understanding how it could have happened. And I try not to, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not one that tends to watch the news all that often. I, 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 I don't necessarily sometimes think I have the mental health to keep up with it as much as I think I should. But I still try to at least keep myself somewhat informed. Uh, how could you call yourself a police officer? 
How could any of them call themselves officers? I've, I've, you know, there's always those people that's like, there's good cops too, and I'm obviously you fucking idiots. The problem is, is more than not, it's it's training or whatever you want to blame it on. It th- there's a reason why why black people are are, are targeted in this country uh, with police officers. The systematic racism, the the underlying racist tones, whatever you whatever it is you want to call it or put a name on it, man, it needs to stop. <laughs> and this was a step in a direction that seems positive. I'm very weary to clap for the government for doing something right. Because my pessimistic mind is going to sit here and say, okay, this was good. They got justice. What's next? You know, we, we, we take the wins when we can, but we have to move forward. There has to be more. More has to be done in these situations to stop this from ever happening again. And even after what happened a year, over a year ago to George Floyd, there has been countless times this has happened. So what is changing? I know I'm a very small podcast. I know I have roughly 10 listeners at a time. But I'm still not afraid to put my voice out there and demand change. Every day. Every day we need to learn and be better. Every day. This country needs to be better. Don't forget, guys, you guys have a voice. Don't forget that you as people have a voice, and it matters. Whether it's about football or whether it's about the lives of our fellow Americans. Whether it's the lives of our fellow people. You have a voice and a chance. You do something right with it. I'm always one to to say as well to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Making sure you take care of your mental health, which is why I try not to fixate on the news as much. But don't be naive. Don't be ignorant. Don't be selfish. Do something with your voice that matters. Do something that matters in the world and not only to you. I could say after you do that, I'm always going to be proud of you as people. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you, Hector? Who are you to be proud of? Proud of me? Nah, I'm just some guy with a microphone and access to internet that can put a podcast up. That doesn't make me any less proud of you. That doesn't make me any less proud of myself when I try to learn from people. When I try to learn from different perspectives. 
I would love to get certain people on this podcast who want to talk about deeper things and change and learn from them. I'm not the guy to do it. <laughs> I'm not the guy to teach you uh, more about what we can do to 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 end the suffering and here in the states, but I'm here to learn right alongside with you. If you know anyone, tell them to hit me up. I love to talk to them. George Floyd and his family got justice. Now what are you going to do, government? serious than I normally do. <laughs> uh, I promise again this week I will get back to a bit more of the funny content, a bit more of the not so heavy. I just think it's really important that you guys remember you have a voice, alright? Just, just remember that for me. Let's use it. Make our future a bit better. Uh, go ahead. Share this with a friend. Friends, friends family, whoever you want. Make sure you listen to it with your dog or your cat. My cat's been sitting here the entire time of recording this podcast. Clearly, he loves the sound of my voice. Your animal might too. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and or Facebook at S-E-N-O-R underscore W-I-N-G. Again, it's S-E-N-O-R underscore W-I-N-G. Senor Wayne. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys have done. Uh... I'm not done. Let me know what you guys have thought about everything. I would love to hear what you guys would have to say. And let's make it a great day. Or not. The choice is yours. Have a good one, guys. Bye.